Welcome to the channel both feared and revered by Man and Beast, the Helios blog. Today, Jordan Peterson talks about how he's anti-thug. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong and independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Hello, everyone. From time to time, I write something when there's something particularly complex happening and I have to get my thoughts in close formal order. And so I did that this week. I wrote an article for The Telegraph. I'm going to read it here. It's called, I'm pro-Muslim, but anti-thug. Over the past few years, I've engaged in a continual dialogue with people across the spectrum of Islam, from Ayan Hirsi Ali, who left her religious upbringing behind, through moderates such as Mustafa Akul and Hamza Youssef, and with forays into the more conservative side, with Muhammad Hijab, for example, a rather temperamental young Muslim, not without his influence in the UK. I have done this because I believe that Jews, Christians, and Muslims share more in common than in division, and because I know that since there is no such thing as a world without religion, we all must do what is best with what we have been bequeathed. I find myself in some arguably serious online trouble this week, nonetheless, although I realize I'm far from alone in this because I indicated my desire that the authorities in Israel give the terrorists who invaded their land and tortured and killed their citizens the hell that they most truly deserve. How could I say such a thing while simultaneously maintaining my desire for a rapprochement between the peoples of the Abrahamic tradition? Let us begin that discussion by rendering unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. The attack on Israel last week by the monsters of Hamas occurred, as far as I am concerned, not because Muslims and Jews must by religious necessity be at each other's throats, but because Iran, a country run by thugs and deemed so even by its own people, has become very concerned that the rulers of Saudi Arabia will continue in their laudable attempts to formulate a productive peace with Israel. Four Arab countries recently signed the Abraham Accords, a Trump-era initiative that should have garnered that ex-president for all his manifold faults, a Nobel Peace Prize, at least in a world where the light... Interesting. This is sounding to me like, uh, well, I mean, again, for all of a person's faults, they can't all be bad, right? Very interesting. I, I'd never actually heard this. Likes of Barack Obama were deemed worthy of such an honor. Right. Behind the Arab signatories, who were essentially the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, and Sudan, stood the Saudis, without whose tacit agreement no such steps would have been taken. And everyone knew it. Joe Biden and the Democrats had a historic and unparalleled opportunity to bring the Saudis into the fold soon after they took power from Trump. Instead, demonstrating an almost miraculous short-sightedness, they alienated that sometimes troublesome Middle Eastern power 
Huh. I wouldn't... I, I'm very curious why that might be. Very curious. But anyway, as I said before, it's not so much about policy as it is about whose money hits whose hand these days, right? You know. They say, where did the good old days go? But I fear it's always been this way. Almost immediately after adopting office, choosing instead of peace, the opportunity to deny to the previous president of the United States any of the honor he most truly deserved for his revolutionary breakthrough. One that had been deemed utterly impossible by the blinkered fools who ruled the State Department for decades. To say it again, the Saudis would have come aboard the great ship of the Abraham Accords two years ago had Biden seized the opportunity. Instead, he and his fellow Democrats downplayed the significance of the Trump administration's cardinal achievement just to score the cheapest and most expensive of political points. And here we are again. Right, exactly. Uh, if our side didn't do it, then it didn't happen, right? We can't possibly compliment uh, another administration, especially one that we have previously uh, s said to hate, right? We can't possibly agree with them or, you know, say that something they did was good. Oh, perish the thought. Again, in consequence, drowning in the blood of many Israeli and Palestinian alike. Despite being snubbed in a truly provocative manner and their consequent and justified anger, remember the Saudi unwillingness to provide the U.S. with additional oil when Biden asked? Remember their recent flirtation with China? The Saudi leaders have been strongly considering the continuation and extension of the Abrahamic peace process. In consequence, the totalitarian mullahs of Iran have been driven to desperation, knowing full well that such an agreement would undermine and isolate them fatally. This is the same Iran, by the way, that the Democrats under Biden have utterly failed to resist and control, continuing a pattern well established by the aforementioned Nobel laureate Obama. And what of Iran? Hilarious. Is it a shining star in the Islamic firmament? Or is it a country hag-ridden by a pathologically self-serving criminal kleptocracy, religious in name only? Let's turn to psychology for a moment to answer that question. There is a form of psychopathology well detailed in recent years, the veritable place where psychological instability meets evil itself. The personality features that are part and parcel of that danger to integrated psyche and state alike first acquired the nomenclature of dark triad. Indeed. A combination of Machiavellianism, instrumental manipulativeness and deceit, narcissism, inflated false self-esteem and desire for unearned attention and status, and psychopathy, a malignant mixture of criminal propensity, callousness, and parasitism. The dark triad traits were identified and measured by intellectual descendants of the Canadian Dr. Robert Hare, who spent his life assessing and endeavoring 
to understand the worst of the habitual criminals responsible not only for the most barbaric and cruel of misdemeanors, but also for the vast majority of criminal acts. The famous Pareto principle of unequal distribution of talent and acquisition applies to the underworld as well. Indeed. Just as 1% of the world's inhabitants hold something approximating 70% of the wealth, so 1% of the criminals commit 70% of the crimes. But all that's not bad enough, bad as it is. More recent investigators of the structure of the darkest of temperamental propensities found it necessary to add an extra dimension to the measurement matrix. Sadism. Positive delight in the suffering of others. Yup, exactly. And uh, it seems that this is linked to the dark triad. Uh, not just Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy, but also enjoying other people's pain and suffering. The more unnecessary and gratuitous, the better. So now we have the dark tetrad. Dark tetrad types fit well into what is known as cluster B of the personality disorders, which also includes such delights as borderline personality disorder, antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, the female equivalent of the criminal tendency, histrionic personality disorder, also mostly female, and narcissistic personality disorder. Those who manifest cluster B symptomatology or sins have, in addition to their other psychologically and socially dangerous tendencies, the proclivity to claim positive virtue or outright victim status. Indeed. 2023 described perfectly. Actually, in a previous video, Jordan was talking about how social media has allowed the you know, small percentage of the population that is narcissistic to narcissistically self-promote and disproportionately affect the narrative, disproportionately hurt um, the, the genuine people that actually want to talk and communicate and try to solve problems and uh, effectively hurt the fabric of society and by extension, human reality while pursuing their utterly self-serving, grandiose, and destructive claims. The cluster B types lie, cheat, steal, gossip, reputation savage, brag, claim credit where none is due, and distribute blame to everyone but themselves. Indeed. All the while pursuing nothing but their own immediate, immature, hedonistic self-gratification all the while trumpeting their moral virtue and or brandishing their identity as unfairly oppressed innocents. When they organize, and this happens from time to time, they threaten the integrity of the entire society within which they operate, right, exactly. hoping to light everything aflame and dance orgiastically in the rooms. Yeah, that... <laughs> that describes many, many uh, situations in history, sadly. This happened after the French Revolution. It happened in Soviet Indeed. Russia. It happened in Nazi Germany. Indeed. It's happening now in the West with the rise of the... 
woke. It's something markedly facilitated by the power, accessibility, and yep. irresponsibility of social media. You see, I, I already made mention of this because I had a feeling that Jordan was going there. Which allows for cluster B misbehavior to propagate with none of the usual real-world consequences. And we haven't plunged far enough into the abyss yet. Think for a moment. Use your imagination for evil, if you dare. If you are hell-bent on doing nothing but maximizing your own resentful, narrowly self-serving, juvenile pleasure, hoping as well to do maximal harm along the way to anyone skilled and conscientious enough to have deserved a just reward. Yeah, that's kind of what happened in, uh, you know, the USSR. They, they uh, killed the intelligent elite before taking over, right? So effectively, they dumbed their own country down severely. Can't imagine that something similar to that is happening now where, you know, most people are silenced. They, they can't speak the truth for fear of losing their job or worse. In what guise would you cloak yourself? If you were the least bit treacherously wise, you would adopt a religious cover. Right. How better to camouflage yourself than in the robes of all that is traditional, just, merciful, and ethical? That is less effective in the West post-death of God in right. consequence of the collapse of religious authority. And in, and so, instead of doing it through a religious guise, they do it through a, the new religion, which is wokeism, effectively. That's the new modern religion. And, uh, you know, supposedly it, you're virtuous and great, but actually they're just manipulating things, right? They're using guilt in order to get what they want. So here... The dark tetrad types portray themselves as the very avatars of compassion. We're for the downtrodden. Meghan Markle. Because we can then in good conscience punish the deservedly successful. We're for diversity. Because an ethical unity stands against our depredations. We're for inclusivity. Because our fetishes and kinks demand their full expression and to hell with in everyone else. Indeed. We're for equity, because merit is our sworn enemy. Indeed. Ask yourself this, too. How else are you to explain the staggeringly incomprehensible spectacle of, for example, queers for Palestine? Perhaps the most egregious example of the union of the desire by progressives to tear down everything in the West that is worthy, even at the cost of formulating an alliance that would in an instant be suicidal if it ever made itself manifest. <laughs> Disaster. Yeah, it's, it's so bad, it's almost comical, but it's real life. That's what's messed up. What's messed up is that it's not a joke. It's not a TV show. It's not a movie anymore. This is actually happening. And if it isn't stopped, it will be massively bad for everyone. If you don't have experience, read some books about what happened in the previous, 
you know, two generations ago, three generations ago, four generations ago. Read about that. Read about how people behaved and how the world was and see if you want to return to that. And for those Muslims thinking that it's the evil Jews trademark registered, is Iran your idea of a worthy Islamic state? The very Iran whose citizens, Muslims all, have been on the brink of revolution against their psychopathic masters for more than a year and dreaming about it for much longer than that. The very Iran whose hypothetically religious leaders have to oppress their own women because that's the only way they can control those uppity sufficiently to have a go at them. The Iran who has in recent weeks decided to rattle the chains of their Hamas dogs stating in the background, explicitly or implicitly, unleash the cruelest of your minions, send them to Israel to do their worst. Lovely. Yep, that's definitely the world that we all want to live in. That's, that's the world right there. Definitely, guys. And my, my, my. I'm so glad that there are forces on this earth that tend towards the good. I'm so happy about that. Because if it wasn't, we would descend into pure anarchy, pure corruption and destruction. Thank God for people like Jordan. The Jews will respond as they must. Turn the opinion of the Arab world against the Hebrews before we lose our grip. And if that means that the Palestinians unite everyone reasonable in the world against them at their great cost, so be it. And has that not happened? Muslims, ask yourself this. Who in the West has allied themselves with the hypothetical cause of the oppressed Palestinians in the days since the Hamas invasion? University students demented by the same idiot left radical professors who have destroyed academia. The former president of Harvard University itself, Lawrence Summers, said as much last week. Who else? Marxists, whose hatred for Islam exceeds anything that the most committed, periochal, fundamentalist Christian or Jew might muster. Interesting. I had no idea this was a thing. Actually, I, I I didn't know that um that that was a that was a thing that leftists were against. I thought they were for inclusivity, but what do, what do I know? Remind me once more. What is it that's the opiate of the masses, Muslims? What is regarded as the essential and absolute enemy of the communist utopia? Ah. Nothing but the very religious practice you share with your Abrahamic brothers. Who else? They want to kill religion. I did not think about this. Because once you... Ah, now I understand. It was staring me right in the face and I never made the, the, con the connection. But it, it just, it just uh, appeared in my, in my mind. Of, of course, this is logical. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think to consider it. Why kill religion in the first place? Well, let's say a famous quote here. Religion to the average person is true, to the atheist is false, and to the ruler useful. So, what actually happened when you kill God, as it were? Well... 
power vacuum is created. And what fills the power vacuum? Well, your new religion, your fake religion, the worshipping of idols, your faux-woke religion. And what is it used for? Well, exactly what religion has been used for for millennia, which is to control the population. So that's why they want to kill the Abrahamic religions, because that is a tool with which they can control the masses. Interesting. Us, bringing up the rear. The increasingly delusional alphabet brigade, the LGBT2s, SLQQ, etc. community, foolish and blind enough to assume that commonality of hypothetical oppression is enough to unite it somehow with the mullahs of Tehran and the gangsters of Hamas, dark tetrad types all, who would have their blue and pink heads on a pike Literally. in the street in a moment yep. if they were only granted the opportunity. Useful idiots. Indeed. This is useful idiocy on a scale undreamed of by the most extreme of Leninists and Maoists alike. And what of Israel as an oppressor state? Well, the Palestinians who live in Israel proper are certainly a lot better off by any standard than the Palestinians who live in Gaza despite the fortune that has been sent to that blighted area, all of which, for all intents and purposes, has been funneled into the secret and not-so-secret bank accounts of the dark tetrad religious leaders who parade their lying virtues so successfully. It was CBC News itself that announced in 2003 that Yasser Arafat had squirreled away one billion dollars in his hidden portfolios interesting so what was his purpose was it to lead or was it to put dollars in his pockets anyone who doesn't think the same thing is happening now and that goes for ukraine too folks is a fool whose blindness is leading them into the proverbial pit tell me this honestly angry muslims desirous of genuinely practicing your faith. Do you really think you have anything in common with those who have aligned themselves with you in the West in the past week? Are those the brave and forthright comrades in arm whose support leads credence to the eternal and endlessly manipulable Muslim against Jew story? And tell me again how that alliance is better for your faith and your people than recognition of your Abrahamic commonality with the Christians and present-day descendants of the ancient Hebrews. And tell me, too, how the decentralized structure of your religion, admirable in so many regards, protects it against capture under situations of duress by the bloody psychopaths who make a faith nothing but a front for criminal evil. You see... As it's been done since time immemorial. Look at the the corrupt popes of uh, Italy for an example of uh, of something similar to this. Uh, it was only four hundred years ago or so, uh, or three three hundred that that occurred. I'm not saying we're any better in the West. Our susceptibility to the blandishments of the postmodern Marxist dark tetrad mob is a weakness of equivalent danger. Indeed. But it's your people taking central stage right now and your people who have to make a wise decision. Or else, and it's a big or else. The Saudis 
And the other- I feel the same way about the West. Anyway. Other signees of the Abraham Accords have a stark choice in front of them, as do the distributed and various people of the Islamic world. They and you can allow the thugs, particularly those in Iran and Palestine, to triumph in their propagandistic efforts to prop up their own dismal, miserable, and tyrannical states. They and you can, in consequence, scuttle the new peace treaty signed with Israel, forego all the obvious benefits for the Muslim world offered by that agreement, and to acquiesce to continued rule by the cruelest of hypocrites, misusing faith in the worst possible of ways. What is the famed second commandment of Moses? Do not use God's name in vain. What does that mean? Well, the amount of God's name in vain that has happened in the last, like, hundred years is shameful, frankly. And I think most religious people would agree. It does not mean do not swear, or if it does, that is its most trivial warning. It means much more fundamentally, do not attribute to yourself the virtue of the divine when acting on your own behalf, let alone right. when acting in the thrall of the forces of darkness themselves. This sentiment is reinforced at least three times by Christ himself in the Gospels. First, when he says, and when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Right. Second, pointing to the moral hazard exactly. in doing good works other than privately. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. It's literally virtue signaling. Anyway, all right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation. Like Hunter M, Adrian Otto, and Bobby, and Dylan. Shout out to you, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction and Quotes to Live By. Thank you. My books can be bought at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash the heliosblog. And uh, if you are interested in coaching, message me at the heliosblog at gmail.com slot you right in thank you so much for listening guys especially if you listen to the end take care of yourselves and i'll see you next time